What if you could go back in time and change the past? Would it destroy the future? Tomorrow, Timeless premieres. This guy went back in time trying to rewrite history. It could change the present in ways we can't predict. Critics are calling Timeless thrilling, eye-popping, full of action and adventure. Who are you? We're actually... This is Dr. Dre. I'm Nurse Jackie. We're from General Hospital. Timeless. Season premiere after The Voice. Tomorrow on NBC. Hey, Wancers, we're back. And so is the Evil Queen. So make sure you stay tuned. Season 6, Episode 2, A Bitter Draw. It's coming up now. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hello, everyone. I love this. I love this song. So it's just so dramatic and big, and it just... Whenever I hear so this, it, it makes me smile. This is the music that plays during Evil Queen. Yes, so. it just makes me smile. Hello, everyone. I'm Tiana Hobson, and you're watching the Once Upon a Time After Show here at AfterBuzz TV. Joining me tonight, I've got, as always, the lovely Marissa Serafini. Hello, everyone. Yes, you can follow me on Twitter at Serafini TV. And introducing our newest addition to the panel, Dakota T. Jones. Hello, guys. How's it going? You guys can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Mr. Dakota T. Jones. And thank you for that awesome introduction. <laughs> that was so on. <laughs> Key I know. Yes. Sometimes I find the right key. Most of the time, I don't. I'm really glad it came out like kind of there this time. It was awesome. It was really, <laughs> really good breast support. Yes. yes, thank you. Um, I took a nap before the show, so that's probably why. Probably. Yes, uh, welcome, Dakota. Thank yeah. you. And yeah, welcome. Thank you for joining our little family here. Thank you. I, this show is so amazing. I'm so excited to be a part of it. So thank you, guys, and thanks for watching. Yeah, and don't worry, guys. Roxy will be back. Um, she's just out of town for a minute. So when she gets back she will be right back here on this panel um so i it's think it's okay because we didn't have a lot of hooker tonight so i was very upset about <laughs> that by the so, way I i'm sure she would have been equally upset yes so i think that the first thing we need to talk about is the big fat elephant in the room we just have to get this out of the way now because i know that we can't get through this episode without marissa saying it 10 times Robin Hood is coming back, y'all. Yes, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I was like wondering where you're going with this. But I know, yeah. Me too. Yeah. So for everyone who told me to move on last week, Aww. nope. I can't move on yet because he's back. And this is why I had to start with this because I knew Marissa was going to have to say I told you so to some people. Me included because I was kind of like, Marissa, just he's gone. Move on. He's <laughs> gone. But and we don't know how he's coming back yeah. yet. So, But you know what? I'm okay because he's back and I legit did a happy dance when I found out that news. So I'm really happy. And he's not he's not totally gone yet. You so guys. even if he just came back like in a flashback or something like that, you're still cool with that. I'll still take it. Because he's he's there in I, some form. I'll still take it. If it, he comes back and kind of like arcs out his character and has a true ending, then maybe I can accept the fact that he's actually dead. Aww. But only then. But only I just then. hope we get only to see then. Roland. If Robin Hood's back, I want to see Roland. I know. Because he's just adorable and I love, I love him and he doesn't have any parents that are alive. It's so sad. <laughs> <laughs> it's like so sad. He's an orphan. Yeah. And speaking of dead fiancés and significant so others, the Count of Monte Cristo made an appearance tonight. He sure you like that segue there? That was a good one, right? That was real smooth. But yeah, dead fiancés. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Which you knew more about that story than we did, really. Yeah, you guys didn't, not to call I you guys out, but you're like, who? I remember yeah. the movie, and I know the name, and I know parts of the story. I just am not as familiar with this story as I am the other stories. Okay, right. all you really need to know about Conte Monte Cristo is one of Alexander Dumas's 
famous stories other than um, the Three, three Musketeers. Musketeers. <laughs> <laughs> the Three Musketeers. <laughs> who we actually saw it in Storybrooke. I was like, hey, there they are too. But yeah, it's the really the big theme that you can take away from Canto Monte Cristo. It's a, it's a revenge story, pretty much. A guy comes back who people thought he was dead, but he comes back, he gains a fortune, and, uh, and a titular character, and respect, and it's a revenge show. I just story. need to know what his, like, savings plan was, because for 10 years, for him to bounce back and be uh, running stuff, yeah, I've been alive more than 10 years. I've been an adult <laughs> more than 10 years, and I'm still struggling financially, well, so... If you know the story, that he, he actually is, escapes prison, and he goes to an island and g- captures treasure. He buys... The land. See, that's um, all we need to do. He buys the land of Monte Easy. Cristo with that treasure that he acquired, and that's how he becomes rich. Okay. Okay. New life plan, guys. Yes. I'm going to get right on that. <laughs> Deal <laughs> treasure. Get right on that. Minus the revenge part. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, minus the revenge. I think we're, we're good. Yes. Uh, but his revenge is um, the Baron took all his family's money, killed mm-hmm. his fiance, did all this terrible stuff, so he wants his revenge, and... The Baron won't name names because he knows that, you know, clearly this guy wasn't working alone. He wants to know who else helped him so he can have his hit list. Mm-hmm. Baron's not talking, so he just kills him. I was like, that's one way to not get any more names ever. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> yeah. That's one way to do it. Yeah, that's one way to go about <laughs> your but plan. It's very convenient that Regina knows. Yeah. Evil or evil queen evil Regina queen. knows. But here's the thing with this whole deal that they've made. So the evil queen makes a deal with him that he has to kill Snow and Charming. She'll give him the list of the names of everyone else. But mm-hmm. every time she holds up this thing, it's just a parchment wrapped around with a ribbon. She could be playing you, homie. Seriously. And you're not she even... You didn't say, like, well, let me at least see that there's some names written on yeah. there. Give mm-hmm. me one of the names so I can fact check. You're just trusting and person whose name is Evil Queen. <laughs> yeah. Putting all our trust in her like from the start. Seriously. The, the blind faith that he had, which was very questionable. But my, what bothered me more was that she was like very sing-songy and jokester like mm-hmm. Rumple. Like when oh he's gosh, yeah. when mm-hmm. he's gold, when he's making deals and he's very, you know, he becomes sing-songy yeah. in a deceitful way and Creepy. I don't like it. I'm like, evil queen, don't do this. No. And that's Rumpel's thing. Yeah, that's not yeah, yours. Exactly. That's not yours. I'm like more I mean I'm more in love with the the nice Regina that we have. But I can't say that I did not miss that evil queen laugh. That's like uh, so iconic. So and she she's so great at playing the evil queen and I couldn't imagine anyone else playing her. It's just insane. Yeah. And like that evil mm-hmm. laugh is just tops it all. It's just top notch. Yeah. Um well you know Edmund, as he's going by these days. Um, well, that's his actual name. Yeah. His character. <laughs> his character. <laughs> Count of Monte Cristo. Yes, but, you Edmund know, I just Dante's. like counting him the Count. But yeah. everyone wanted to call him Edmund, and I was like, it's so boring. Be the Count. Yeah. I love how they made that <laughs> reference. It's like, so, no, it's a different Count. Yeah, no, not Dracula. <laughs> yeah. um, so Smart. He's finds a way to earn Snow and Charming's trust, which honestly is not that hard to do. Yeah. They found him in a burning village with not a real scar, anything on mm-hmm. his face. If everyone was attacked and ran away, he wasn't <laughs> yeah. even dirty. Yeah. He removed his hood and it was like, no, he look, was I just dirty. had a facial. Yeah. He was, was kind of dirty because I remember having the clear thought. I was like, oh, he needs a shower. <laughs> well, so, he did have that, the thing going on with yeah. his hand, you know, it was like no, a little grody looking. Yeah. yeah. So he comes out and they're like, oh, your village burned down. We have a job for you at our castle. Come be our wine steward is yeah. mm-hmm. that basically just come into our home just come into our we home come be our no background <laughs> check or anything like that yeah. just 
wholeheartedly trusting Pour you. Pour our wine. Um, he meets Charlotte, who this is the first time we're hearing about Snow ever having a handmaiden. Mm-hmm. Um, her name is Charlotte. She's a very pretty blonde lady. And I like her. Um, she's actually played by Andrea K. Brooks, who's been in a lot of other shows. She actually follows me on Twitter. Oh, wow. Oh. That's so cool. We follow each other. She's cool. I, um, I, it was, I liked it was her. nice to see her. I was like, oh, Charlotte. Yeah. All right, cool. And there was something about her eyes that he just couldn't stop staring at. At first, I was like, "All right, dude, we get it. You're hitting on her, but it's a little creepy. Let's back it up. You don't know her yet. Let's 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 do it a little bit more smooth." And he was just like, "Your eyes, <laughs> your eyes again." <laughs> I was trying to like look deeper into this. I was like, "Is Charlotte really a person? Is Charlotte really Charlotte, or mm. is this someone like trying to be in the form of Charlotte?" And the That's, eyes yeah. reminded him mm. of someone else. But the thing is, he mentioned eyes twice, and we never got an answer. But see, maybe we will. In more flashbacks or something, because I thought I don't he know, said she's that. Dead. I but she's that... dead. But you know, his story's still alive. There, yeah. I don't yeah. know. I I agree. He, he just kept mentioning the eyes, and we never got a reason except that you know something about her reminded him of his fiance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, I'll accept that. But it just seemed like more, almost like he was saying, "Those are my dead fiance's eyes." And I'm thinking, was his fiance reincarnated in like yeah. Charlotte's form or something, and has no memories of yeah. him? That's why I kept thinking he was talking about the eyes is because he mentioned that they look so much like his dead fiance. So that's what I thought. But the, but it, you're right. They kind of kept mentioning it, kept mentioning it. So maybe it does have a greater purpose. Yeah, hopefully it does. Yeah. Or we're just, you know, really reading into the wrong yeah. things as usual. <laughs> um, I'm just very surprised that he brought it up twice and we didn't really get a clear answer. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's just something that he liked her enough to go through the lanes or to the lanes that he went to. Yes, yeah, because he story. tries to poison Snow and Charming with the venom of the Agrabah. Of yeah, but, but that's the same venom that, that killed um, Regina's father, Henry. Yes, I was like, we've seen this before um, a while ago, and I was like, oh, love that we're bringing it back now that Aladdin and oh, Jasmine yeah. are coming back and all that stuff. I was like, okay, I see what you're doing. Yeah, I see you. Um, and then. Let's see. So that doesn't work. He ends up not doing the venom part because he didn't want to hurt Charlotte. And Mm -hmm. then he realizes that killing innocent people to get his own revenge makes him just as evil as his enemies. And I was like, really? It took you that long? Yeah. To realize. (laughs) At least he had a conscience. Yes, he did grow the conscience. And and then here comes Rumpelstiltskin. Love seeing him just all gold and glittery. He always shows up at very convenient times. Yeah, very convenient times. Um, so he kind of strikes a deal with him. He's like, look, I need to make sure you're never coming back here to finish the job because I need Snow and Charming to start getting busy and making a baby and I need them to be alive <laughs> so that my plan can pan yeah. out. And it's really fun to see how they kind of go back and do this. And then you're thinking in your mind, like, oh, yeah, because at this point, like, he's still trying to get to Storybrooke so that he can find Neil and all this stuff that hasn't happened. And it's been six seasons, so so many other things have happened Mm -hmm. that you kind of forget, like, oh, yeah, that was his main motivation. And to see him kind of making sure that his plans will come true. Um, So, yeah, that's how um, Edmund and Charlotte end up in the land of untold stories. Do you guys think, because now, you know, she ends up coming back here and the story continues. And so now she's dead because the poison finally gets to her heart. Mm -hmm. Do you guys think that her and Edmund over in Land of Untold Stories maybe, like, got together? Or? I don't know. Were they just really good friends? Because we haven't really seen them together in the new world. We just see that she's dead and that he's trying to kill. But, I mean, he is being controlled 
by the evil queen because she has his heart. But I would say that if that would have happened, we would have seen him like be like, oh my gosh, she's dead. But maybe he doesn't know yet that the evil queen killed her off. They, I think Regina says it during their sword fight. Oh, okay. <laughs> and he, does he not really blink an eye much? He was kind of like, oh, so it finally played out or something. So, yeah, I feel like if they had stuff going yeah, on, he would have been would've... way more distraught. But he doesn't have his heart, so... True. If he was in love with her, but he doesn't have his heart... I don't know, because we react? haven't seen a lot of screen time between those two, and it doesn't seem like Charlotte has anything for Edmund. Yeah. I mean, that just terrible. Yeah, I was <laughs> only asking because with the eye thing, yeah. and then they go to this new land. She wakes up ever. in a new land with this guy who she's met twice and yeah. is and can't come home, and her mom's <laughs> sick, and she's supposed to be right. moving back. It's just a lot to wake up to, you yeah. know? Right. So I don't she think they were like, oh, ever okay. more than what they are Yeah. Okay. now. Acquaintances. But we never so. know. Yeah, you never know. Never know. I mean, I'm for it, though. I'm they could be it. a cute couple. I think they could too. You know, if he stops trying to kill everyone and get his heart back, maybe they could work it out. Maybe but she is kind of dead now. Out. So, <laughs> um, so then back over in Storybrooke, we have everyone who's you know crash landed from the land of untold stories, and we have Regina coming in as the mayor, I trying to that. give her big motivational speech. We can all do this together. Yeah. It was well, so good. It was. Yeah. You go, girl. I was like, look at her go. And did you notice her outfit? The the black blazer and the red shirt? I was like, mm-hmm. she looks exactly like she did back in season one. Yeah, she, she really did. does. And but she looks a gorgeous. better version. Yeah. Like a good version of Regina. I'm like, you go, girl. Go back to the beginning. Mm-hmm. Start fresh. Because that's the whole thing. Like starting anew. Yeah. Good for her. I'm all for it. <laughs> I love how excited Marissa's face gets when she talks yeah, about I love Regina. Regina. She's amazing. She is. You'll you'll soon learn if you haven't already. I'm a big Regina supporter here. Same. So, yeah. she... I've always rooted for her, and I'm mm-hmm. so glad. So well, I was going to say I'm so glad things are panning out for her, but <laughs> nothing <laughs> Not ever yet. seems to be working nothing out. Is quite that easy. No. So this is when at the diner Henry starts talking to who we later find out is Edmund. Um, he leaves an envelope for Snow and Charming. Meet me. It's like the Count of Monte Cristo invites you to your death yeah. in the forest. <laughs> <laughs> At least he asked nicely. Yeah, you know it what I'm was saying? like you're cordially invited yeah. to come watch me murder you. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't a nice invitation. <laughs> yes, yeah. it's a very nice invitation. So Henry passes it along. Um, Regina ends up saying like, "Oh snap, guys, my bad." <laughs> Back in the day when I hated you, I hired him to kill you. Yeah. So he's probably here to finish that out. She goes to the forest to try and stop him, and he is like, um, yeah, no. Mm -hmm. No one can stop me now. And then that's how we found out, well, later, that the evil queen actually has. So I I guess the thing that um, I didn't, sorry, that I didn't see coming well, not see coming, but that I didn't realize or forgot was that Regina doesn't know that the evil queen is back. And so part of me thinks, just talking out loud, if Regina killed her in the season finale, but then she comes back to life and she said, um, she told Zelina that she kind of used up all of the dragons, whatnots to get herself back here. If she's still a part of Regina, wouldn't Regina have felt like a presence yeah. Of her being there or something. Because it's a part of her. Like, you'd you'd think that you would sense that close by you, especially if it's something so dark. Yeah. It's like, it's the evil queen, mm. but, like, since she's detached from Regina, she's even more evil. It's like, you would feel that aura presence around I mean, you. you'd, you'd like to think that, but I'm now considering Regina and evil queen as two completely separate beings. Okay. 
Yeah. And the fact that Regina couldn't sense her own evil self there shows that, like, she doesn't really have that connection to her anymore. So, yeah, I'm completely thinking them in two beings. So whatever evil queen is responsible for it, Regina's not. Right. That's true. That's a fair... Yeah. That's a fair assessment, Marissa. Um, Well, after she has no luck with that, um, we then learn that no one can leave the city again because there's Mm -hmm. another protection spell up and... Um, and I felt so bad because Regina has just, you know, gone through so much already and she always blames Zelina for everything. Mm-hmm. And I just want them to get along so <gasps> much. Do you? And the first thing... I yes, do. I do. What, what? You don't want that? I'm just so over Zelina trying to forge this relationship. But here's the <sighs> thing. If people would actually maybe try giving her the benefit of the doubt every they now have. and then... That's the thing. They've given Zelina so many tries and Mm. so many options and opportunities that's the word so many opportunities for Zelina to prove herself and she's always turned on us yeah so yeah I I thought it might have been cold of Regina to make a snap judgment thinking oh hey this is a blood spell so yeah obviously it's gonna be my sister because who else could do it so like I that's completely warranted because Zelina has always given us a reason to not trust her but in the past so has Regina for five seasons Four yeah. seasons. Okay, I'll give her last season. She was pretty <laughs> Four seasons. Yeah. We had Regina and Evil Queen giving us all these reasons to believe in them, think that things were going to be different yeah. this time, and Snow and Charming putting their faith in her. So I just think that when it comes to the relationship of all people, mm-hmm. Regina should be the one who's willing to give Zelina yeah. extra tries because how many times did Snow and Charming give her a shot? Henry give her a shot. Yeah. Emma, give her I, a But shot. it's a two-way street because Zelina had the opportunity to tell Regina that Evil Queen is back, and she refused to, and she lied straight to her face. Yeah. So, again, another opportunity where was- Zelina could have been a good sister and say, hey, yo, your evil twin is back. We should do something yeah. about it because she might. She has it in for all of but us. But like, how many times has Re- she did it? How many times did Regina falter though when she was trying to be good? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, Zelina is new to being good. Like just yesterday, pretty much. <laughs> so the fact that I mean, we gave Regina so many shots. Like she would, she would say she's doing good, and then she would kind of go back a little bit. Say she was doing good, and go back a little bit. So Zelina obviously showed a lot, in my opinion, by you know stabbing Hades in the chest in front of Regina to save her. Like I think that spoke a lot for itself. So I feel like. They Just do that need to, one? Well, I mean, I feel well, like they need to give her more of a shot, but, I mean, she is doing some sketchy stuff, and she's always being called back to the dark side, so I yeah. think that she just needs some quality time with yeah, some good people. Yeah, she needs some good people time, and she could have told Regina that the sister, that the evil queen was back, Yeah. but Regina also just immediately was like, this is you, and kind of came attacking, so if I'm going to be defensive, why am I going to help someone no, who yeah. isn't going to listen to me anyways? And, I mean, we could talk about this whole Zelina thing for days, but she wasn't really in the episode that much, so let's move on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she wasn't. Yeah. She'll be in more. Um, so then, um, sorry. People are, we- people are like, yes, completely agreeing about me and Zelina. Thank you, guys. I mean, they, I they have given it. her so many chances. the only chances yes. with the chat when people are agreeing with <laughs> <Yeah>. her. <laughs> She's like, and they also me. miss Roxy. We miss Roxy, oh, too. Yes. She'll be back, you guys. I mean... I guess we miss Roxy, guys. I mean, oh, we're here. People are saying Zelina's pretty much Regina in season two. It's like, yeah, I believe yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. She's got a long road to Regina go. had a long way to come. Yes, we, we do know that. And Zelina's still on that path. Yeah. 
I mean, we know that she's trying to be good, but right now she's not. I never yeah. even saw the whole, like, sisterly bonding thing coming at all. So when that happened, I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, they're That's not going to be rivals anymore. Yes. And then, boom, here we are again. And then, boom. And I just want Zelina to not be part of the problem. So I just need people to be nice to her so yep. that they stop pushing her over that edge. Yep. The darkness lives inside her, guys. Mm-hmm. And she's always on the verge <laughs> of tipping over. And we don't want her to turn into Darth Vader. We want her to <laughs> exactly. come over to the light. <laughs> Amen. 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 Right? Um, So let's talk about this big fight that happens down at the docks. Yes. So we've got Snow and Charming versus um, Edmund. Uh, That was a good two team, like two against one. I was like, good teamwork on those guys. Like, they really got it down. And and I love how much they were talking during the fight. Like, you really don't have to do this. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I do. (laughs) (laughs) It's like this whole conversation was going on. Meanwhile, I can barely, like, jog and talk at yeah, the same time. exactly. But they're, like, swinging swords and, and the whole time I was super afraid, I'm like, don't fall in the water, don't fall in the water, and then I'm like, oh, wait, they're not in the underworld <laughs> yeah, anymore, right. so we're good, but was, the I whole time I was too. like, wait, don't fall. Uh, um, so then, and then we have Regina show up, which Regina actually did a lot of sword fighting tonight. Yeah. Where'd she learn that? Regina like, and no, the evil queen. I, I love this, but yet it was a big plot hole, too, because had Regina, like, Apparently, Regina knew this skill all along, yeah. this this whole time that we've seen of Evil Queen and whatnot, and yet it came up until this episode, she's actually sword fighting, which was kick-ass, yeah, by the yeah. way. I mean, like, not denying that. But knowing that Evil Queen has always had the ability to sword fight, why couldn't we have seen this sooner? Yeah, I, I know that she was trying to use her magic and it wasn't working. That's why they were trying to call Emma. So maybe she was like, well, my last resort, get a sword, let's go. Sword fight. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe because she wasn't able to use her magic, she decided, you know what, I'm just going to do this because this is all I have right now. Well, that's what I was thinking. I was like, it, she's always resorted to her magic. Yeah. She always relied on that to, you know, get her her opponents. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I'm all for the sword fighting, too. Yeah. It was, cool. it was very cool to see her because, like, okay, we always see the same people sword fighting. Yeah. So it was kind of fun to see Regina get to be a part of that, especially when she was doing it as the evil queen. She has on that giant dress and, yeah. you know, a corset, and she's whipping and wailing and killing people. And um, speaking <laughs> of killing people, Regina killed the Count of Monte Cristo. Mm-hmm. I mean, spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> Sorry, guys. But, I mean, in you guys' opinion, did she have any other choice? No. I don't think so. I mean, no. the guy was literally, like, towering over Snow and Charming, getting ready to stab them. I think, in my opinion, that wouldn't make someone evil. They're just protecting the person they love. Like, mm-hmm. like for you guys, in, for self-defense, instance... Self-defense. Self-defense. Like, if someone was coming at your family, and you literally were like, okay, I'm either going to kill them or they're going to kill my family, what would you guys do? I would do the exact same thing. Yep. Same here. And I wouldn't consider it yeah, evil. Yeah, I would do the same thing. Okay. <laughs> I was like, like awkward pause. Really <laughs> because I started thinking about all the other, like, a different show I've been catching oh, okay. up on and watching, and there's a similar situation, and it's Arrow. Um, oh, okay. I've been watching yeah. a lot of Arrow lately. And, you know, I was just thinking, you know, you have this choice, but then kind of what the evil queen says is that she awoke a tiny bit of this darkness that is inside of Regina. Regina is trying to fight this off and be a better person, and we thought dividing the two would help but actually what the evil t- queen is trying to prove is that it's just who she is no matter what. Yeah. So it was just one of those, that's what I was thinking of. That's why I didn't I immediately think, answer. Yeah. Yes. Of that's, course I would save my family. I, I was like, okay, <laughs> I'm going to have to say something else. This is getting awkward. She's not saying anything. <laughs> you should not have my family. My bad. <laughs> I, but I think that's an unfair assessment too because pre- would you really call protection of a family or your friends or your loved ones darkness? 
I mean, yeah, it ended on an unfortunate death, which is kind of dark, but I don't think the actions behind it were malevolent. No. Were there opportunities in that sword fight where she could have sliced his leg or injured him in a different way to stop him in that moment? Yes, I do think that there were other opportunities in this particular moment. Yes, you just do what naturally you think of, but she could have aimed that sword at his leg. He would have gone down. They could have ran away. Like, there is other ways. She didn't have to go straight for the heart. I get And I think that's what the evil queen is trying to prove to her. Uh Like, you were sword fighting with him. You didn't cut him at all or anything. Like, you could have injured him in a different way Mm -hmm. to stop him. But her default is to go for the kill. Yeah. And I know that's what she's trying to suppress and to Mm -hmm. be a better person. So I'm not saying that I agree with the evil queen. I'm just saying I can see what she's trying to do. Yeah. But the difference about this kill, she actually felt bad. She felt like terrible. she had a conscience and, and and like she didn't want to do it and she had to and like that's what I think makes her better person because back then she'd go for the kill and she enjoyed it. This time she didn't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Oh my gosh. Okay. She's good, you guys. <laughs> Sarah Healy says, I love how the evil queen Oh, whoops. Like, basically locked Henry's phone. <laughs> like, oh, man, I can't get on my phone. And it has, like, I'm like, that's great. She locked that's him out of his own phone. Parental lock. <laughs> yes. It's uh, like, Henry has three moms now. Yeah. Oh, Pretty people cool. are saying, oh, like, that. that's crazy. Regina could have knocked Count out. A punch? Him out. A punch. Yeah. punch. Like, punch. she could have used the head, what's the butt of oh, the yeah, sword like, or boom. something. The hilt. Those. The hilt. That's the one. Mm. I was going to say the shaft. <laughs> that's something else. I was like, wait, okay, that's that. Okay, my bad, guys. Ooh, family show. Family show. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, she kind of drove him through with the shaft in the end there. Yeah. If we're being honest. Uh, we should say Strike true. something else. Strike true. Um, Tip of the sword. There we How go. That? That's That's not much better, but yeah. we'll go with that. So after all of this goes down, Evil Queen's still not done. Mm-mm. She, um, earlier in the episode, her and Gold had an interesting conversation. Um, she was trying to get this coin, steal it from his shop, and he was like, look, I'll make a deal with you. I know. I'm like, okay, one Always more deal. Always a deal. Yeah. Um, oh, that whatever. pawn shop was so awkward. <laughs> yes. Oh, we're getting, yeah. we're getting to that part. I'm but reading I, the I, line chat. Oh. Yeah, like, we're going we're gonna to get to that part. But, you know, he makes Sorry. the deal oh, to God. protect Belle and his unborn son mm-hmm. um, by saying, you know, whatever your plans are here, just leave them out of it and you can have this coin. Um, the coin ends up being a trinket thing that Charming had given his dad before his ultimate death. He yeah. was He died in a cart accident. Which is Cart just... Cart I don't know why that pun was just so funny to me in Dakota. <laughs> I mean, it's not funny, but it's it's a funny play on It was words. not yes. a noble death. No. That's yeah, no. Um, and so she kind of puts the seed of doubt in his mind of, was it an accident or was it not? Yeah. So now we have that kind of lingering. But back over to the pawn shop. Oof. So Regina, our evil queen, and yeah. Mr. Gold... I think I about barfed in my mouth. <laughs> it was Same so here. awkward when she's like, do you want to make a different kind of deal? And I was like, and ah, she's, ah, no, <laughs> mom and dad. Ah, ah. It was so 
unbelievably uncomfortable. I'm oh. like, ew, ew, no, this cannot happen. No, what? no. You don't, you don't want to see want how that story plays out. I'd rather have <laughs> no. Regina be in no relationship after Robin after this. Seeing this, oh, I, I literally, what well, I was like, what? This is so this untold story. Oh, I know because I looked Regina, over at you guys like, and I'm like, it can be left untold. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, guys, has this been? Has this happened? And they're like, no, no. But the, like when she grabbed his fingers and we're like, I was like, uh-uh, we're mm. not doing that. Like, mm. nope. Because nope. there were a couple flashbacks, and I can't remember what episode or season, but I do remember a flashback when Rumple kind of not confessed, but kind of led on that, like you know, him and her together yeah. could, would be great. So it was nice it was of them to kind of bring it full. Yeah, yeah, it was never her. Him coming on to him. But now her personality is split, guys, so mm. the evil side is seeing what he was talking about of, like, two evil forces together ruling all over the world, and... Ooh. That other flashback? They shouldn't have kids, that's no. for sure. No. <laughs> no. That'd be one dark and evil child. Yeah. No. That one other flashback where, where he kind of goes up to her neck and he's like... Yeah, he sniffed like, her heart. Oh, no yeah. thanks. Like, like, personal space, mm-mm. dude. Yeah. I love how we were all just shivering. I was like, I, a show has never really made me do that before. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. So uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. It was, do not want It was this. a little weird. So that's one story that we don't want told. Um, let us know your thoughts. We'll leave that in the land um, of untold stories. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. So there's no need for that. Yeah. Um, and then, I mean, it's not a once upon a time after show if I don't talk about Hook. Um, Hooker for life. And he is. <laughs> That's what you meant by that. Yes. Because <laughs> you tweeted me. Yes. And hashtag you said hashtag Hooker for Life. And I was like, I liked it. And I'm like, what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> it, it, is, it is our thing. It's okay. our reigning learn. hashtag for yes, that. It's our reigning hashtag for that. Um, and also Captain Swan, like, for life. Um, anyways. Yeah. And people are hashtagging Rum Queen? No. Oh, Rum <laughs> no, Queen? I'm, I'm, putting, I'm putting my foot down on that. Rum no. Queen. Oh. No. Nope. Um, but Hook is helping Belle out. She mm-hmm. needs a place to hide away from her crazy baby daddy. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Granny's is all booked. So he takes her to the Jolly Roger and is like, I will hide you here, protect you here. Did you think that was awkward? I think it was actually sweet. Maybe not the best hospitality, but it's the, the action that counts. Because the whole time I was like, okay, this is interesting. And then they were like having this little moment on the ship and I'm like... Ooh, like I don't think this is romantic, but it kind of had that feeling like they were so, you know, happy to be talking to each other, and they were kind of like, "Oh, thank you so much." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "What is this?" Like, Hook, go back to Emma. No, I, I yeah. think it was the you know the thought that counts, and the fact that Hook still realizes that yes, he had a dark past too, as a lot of these characters did, and he's trying to atone his actions because mm-hmm. he once wasn't the best person towards Belle either. So like, it's him making up for his bad ways. And yeah. I actually have a quote here from Colin about this situation. Colin plays Hook. Um, we're on a first name only basis. Yeah. Um, yeah. Clearly. <laughs> um, but he says in this situation Hook helps Belle because she wants help. She doesn't want to have gold in her life anymore and at the moment she doesn't want gold in her son's life. Hook is helping her because that's the right thing to do in that moment. The fact that it's getting one up on Rumple doesn't hurt as well. <laughs> but he's happy to help her and wants to do whatever he can sort of make or whatever he can to sort of make amends for how he treated her in the past. So we get to see a little bit of that. And also she wants to be hidden, and who better to hide anything than a pirate? Ooh. Valid point. He's got uh, a way with words. He's got a, yeah. That's oh. very smart. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I think it's a good thing. We'll, I think now we will see them more interactions together. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And I think I, I'm okay with it because he's just trying to help the pregnant lady out. As long as it stays like yeah, that. Yeah, stays like that. Yeah. But then on the other end, um, you have Emma, who he knows is keeping secrets from him right now. And so I think this kind of helps keep him distracted from yeah. the Emma drama that is. But at least Emma is actually going to see Archie. I wrote in my notes when she said she had to go see Archie. I was like, so she says, or is she lying again? Because <laughs> right. last week she lied, and I was not happy. Well, I mean, it's just unfortunate that it's good that she's telling someone. It's bad that she's still not telling her family. I and like I, this. And I liked how she did question. She's like, should I tell them? Yeah. Like, so she, she has the same thought as all of us, but at least she's telling someone. Yeah. Humberto Lozano saying, hashtag Captain Beauty is platonic, and I like that. Yes. Let's stay that way. It's okay to have platonic relationships sometimes. My best friend is a girl, you know, and we're platonic. Yes. That is possible. Let's keep it that way. (laughs) (laughs) Keep things platonic. Um, But do you think that, because she goes back to Archie again, and now she tells him that, you know, the reason why I don't want to tell my family what's going on is because now I'm kind of thinking that it's Regina who I'm fighting in these flashbacks are these images I'm oh, yeah. seeing because when you look at who's standing there, it is her whole family except for Regina isn't there. And I mm-hmm. think that's not right. No. Or like the fact that it's like, yeah, but also your evil qu- your evil twin isn't yeah. there either. Yeah. You know, like your dark swan wasn't there. So it's and like gold wasn't there and a lot Bell of people were Yeah, like there's yeah. a lot of people not there. It could well, be anyone. Yeah. It could be anyone still. And I think because she said Regina, now that kind of yeah. crosses her out of yeah. my possibilities list. Yeah. Um, well, in, now that Emma also knows that the evil queen is back, too, that, like, that's her first thought to go to. Yeah. 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 No. It's usually not the first person you think No. Because then everyone would be like, oh, yeah, that's happening. So, like, they always have to throw you off a little bit to make mm-hmm. you think. But, like, we're too smart for that now, so and we it, always know. Yeah. You know? yeah, and I think it's a smarter <laughs> buildup and surprise twist that we'll get when we find out it might be Emma. Be like, oh, it's not who this person was who I was thinking all along. It's someone else. I just don't want to see Emma being ran through with a sword. Like, if we're being honest. I'd rather yeah. that not happen. Yeah. I mean, but the one thing I did notice this time around when we saw the images was that, and maybe they did this on purpose to make us think that it's Regina or someone, but the cloak did look a little broader in the lower half, mm-hmm. almost like big enough for like the evil queen to have been wearing something over it. And uh. now that we know that she does sword fight. True. And maybe she's thinking that Regina, yeah. Regina, yeah. I thought ends too. up becoming the evil queen again because of this darkness that's inside her or something. Oh my gosh, I would be so mad if they like mm. if Regina went back to the dark side yeah. after all of this progress and all these seasons. I would seriously be so <laughs> mad. Mm. Oh, what would you do? I'd I'd flip a table. She would. She'd be like, <laughs> "This is this is pretty what dirty." Is like stuck for? in the ground, and Marissa would flip this table. <laughs> She'd over. be like, "Flip, take the cup." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but it'd be unfortunate. Big, but that might be the only way to subdue Evil Queen if Regina had to take her back. Mm-hmm. It kind of reminds me of Charmed. <laughs> Make it a Charmed reference, guys. When uh, Cole, the source of all evil, had to take back his mag- his dark magic just because he was the only person who to control it. Mm-hmm. So it might be Evil... Regina might yeah. have to take back Evil Queen queen because she's the only one who can handle it. Clearly there's no killing her. Scrappy's uh, mom says that she thinks maybe that Dark Swan is fighting... The good swan. Yeah. I don't know. If, would you think that they would like bring that back? Like, because we pretty much see that 
Um, she's the. I mean, if it can pure... happen with Regina, I think it definitely could happen with Emma. Yeah. If she's questioning the darkness within her, yeah, why not split Emma? But in even two? even Dark Swan though had good intentions and wasn't fully dark. Yeah. is what we learned. She had twisted intentions. She yeah. had twisted intentions. Speeding up a pregnancy, you think that yeah. was good? I mean, it wasn't the greatest <laughs> no. thing, but... With you a know, batch of onion rings. Yeah. <laughs> but ultimately, we learned that her plan was trying to help everybody, but yeah. she need, she was like Rumpelstiltskin, where she's like, I need some stuff to happen, I need some babies to be made, and, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, in order for my plan to come. Do you know how much twisted. money those onion rings would go for? People would be like, speed up my pregnancy, girl, let's go. But, yes, let's go. <laughs> let's get this baby get out of here. Get this baby out of me. It's been two months, I'm <laughs> over it. I want some wine. That's right. <laughs> Is there anything else in this episode you guys wanted to touch on? I think you were bringing up a really nice point about uh, maybe some outfit of the day. Uh, oh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Let's do that. But first, I think Marissa has a little something she wants to t- share with us. I do. So if you guys like Once Upon a Time, you, I'm sure you guys will like this new book that is coming out called A Crooked Kingdom. Now, imagine this. You just pulled off the heist of the century. You stormed the kingdom, just like Once Upon a Time would do. And you, and you stole the magic, and now there will be hell to pay. Pretty much. Welcome to the Crooked Kingdom, the thrilling new fantasy novel, Totally Upper Alley, by Lee Bardugo, the number one New York Times bestselling author of The Six Crows and and the Grisha Trilogy. So The Six Crows was her last book that she just published, and Crooked Kingdom is her sequel. Pretty cool. Think Harry Potter meets Game of Thrones. That's awesome. Definitely Upper Alley, definitely our genre. Raves the Los Angeles Times with a caper twist. Very cool. Publisher Weekly gave Six of Crows... Uh, a star review. This has all the right elements to keep readers enthralled. A cunning leader with a plan for every occasion. Nigh impossible odds and an entertainingly combative team of skilled mis- misfits. A twisty plot and a nerve-wracking cliffhanger. Sounds like Once Upon a Time, you know? Yeah. <laughs> with each new novel in the Grisha universe, Lee Bardugo's fan base keeps growing. Men and women, young and old, non-genre readers, and top fantasy authors alike. This is a world where magic is power and power is magic, and what doesn't make you stronger just might kill you. Definitely check it out. The wait is over. The con is on. An entire kingdom is up for grabs, called A Crooked Kingdom by Lee Bardugo. To learn more, go to Crooked Kingdom. And, and all the Grisha novels at LeeBardugo.com. That's L-E-I-G-H-B-A-R-D-U-G-O.com. Get the books. They sound fantastic. Yeah, seriously. Yes. Something I would totally yeah. read. Yeah. I actually can't wait to get home so I can check that out. Yeah, check seriously. out Cricket Kingdom. That's yeah. awesome. So now, yeah. I mean, guys, everyone knows that Blake isn't with us anymore. So we're testing out some new new special segments for the show. Tonight we're going with Once Upon a Wardrobe Malfunction. (laughs) (laughs) So, in this final diner scene with Emma sitting there with Regina and everything, Emma is sitting there and (laughs) Snow's there and everyone's all relaxed and Emma, what the heck were you wearing? (laughs) That white shirt with the big puffy, she looked like a pirate or like someone from the 1800s, like Ponce de Leon or someone, you know, like ruffled feathers. And I was like, you're, it was just a, it's like a mid, <laughs> like from your navel to your head shot. Like we couldn't get a better shirt for that. I know. Right. I noticed, I noticed that it didn't look too flattering on her, but 
Did you also notice that Snow was in all pure white, yes, too? Yes, they were both in white. Emma I that was and weird. Snow were in white, and Regina was on the other side of the booth in black. And it makes you question, is Regina really good? Which, we guys, you know. You know. <laughs> but in, she's thinking about, like, how dark she is and the fact that she's wearing black. And the other two ladies are literally wearing white. You're like, I don't know what to believe anymore. Yeah. yeah. I think it was really smart. And it's very rare that two people are in the same scene in the same color for no specific reason. Yeah. Yes, especially on the show. I did yeah. notice that, that they were both sitting next to each other wearing white, and I'm like, that's new. That doesn't usually yeah. happen. Mm-hmm. But can we talk about Purity. also, like, yeah, <laughs> Emma, I think that was like the first outfit I've ever seen her in where I was like, girl, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> Just, like, the first time ever, so I mean. Go get your red that. leather jacket. Yeah. <laughs> Stick to that with the black tee yeah. underneath. I don't know what. Right. She's been hanging out with Hook too much yeah. and wanted to feel a little bit, like, more flowy or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so guys, please make sure you're still sending us ideas for different segments that we can incorporate into the show. Um, I know that we want to do Once Upon a Wine at some point. Yes, and definitely. We've got some other things coming up that we're thinking And some shout-outs. Oh, Ivan Soto in the live chat says um, he loved when Henry was referencing the pop culture. The Empire Strikes Back, Temple of Doom, and Godfather Part II, all yeah. the best sequels in cinema history. I mean, he forgot like, about Ocean's do. 12, but we'll let that pass. We'll let it slide. <laughs> that was a joke, that was a clearly. Clearly sequel. that was a joke, everyone. <laughs> that was a horrible sequel. Yeah, but, you know, let us know, and we'll definitely give you a shout-out. Speaking of shout-outs, yes. iTunes, you guys, if you leave us a nice five-star rating and comment there, we'll shout you out, too. Just like these lovely people who gave us nice, glowing reviews, Courtney Mama of One gave us five stars says this podcast makes me so happy Aww. she says I love the perspective of each host brings I love that they don't always agree with each other because that's the fun of the show right the, the different perspectives that everyone has when watching it because there are so many spectrums to the show. I vote the new segment should be hashtag hookers. <laughs> yes! <laughs> yes! So that's for you, T. I'm down for it. I live for it. Hashtag hooker moment of the night. Last week I said hooker of the week, which sounds terrible. <laughs> but let's not go with that one. And then another one, Daniel G 43 gave us five stars. Said great podcast. Great podcast. They're friendly and informative. And I enjoy listening to it. Thank you very so. much for your kind words, everyone. Yeah, get, leave us a nice rating and comment. We'll read them. Yeah. There you go. So we already went over, like, the biggest news for everything. So let's just jump into some predictions. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. Oh. oh. <laughs> Dakota. Sorry, guys. Voice. Oh, my. <laughs> got some bass in there. Yeah, all about that bass. That's right. Um, who wants to... I have no idea what to even start to pretend to think that I know what I want to say as a prediction. Okay. I'm, I think I wrote down a prediction, <laughs> but I think I would just... You know, I, I, think, didn't. I think maybe my biggest prediction is something along the lines of one of the people that we know and love is going to be under the hood, the ki- the person who's trying to kill Emma. But I feel like we already kind of talked about this. It's not going to be Regina, but um, I think it might be one of her close family members, or maybe even Gold, or I don't know. Like you did make a good point about it being it looked like kind of like a big dress yeah. underneath. Maybe the Evil Queen, but I would really hate if. Regina went back to the dark side. Same here. Or maybe that does happen and then she snaps out of it afterwards. I don't know. Something about that seems crazy and it's going to be someone that we know and love. Otherwise, why would they have a hood on? You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? It makes me wonder and I just... Yeah. I don't like it. Kind of going off of that, something Emma said tonight in that thing, in that um, scene with Archie was that 
she's winning the fight and then the tremor starts and it distracts her and that's how she ultimately gets stabbed and died so I know that the oracle said that no matter what she does this is her fate and on this time and this day she will die but I feel like if she was winning that there is a way for her to change that fate and whatever is supposed to happen so maybe if she can get the tremoring under control or not be distracted by it and yeah. you know find a way whatever the tremor is trying to tell her clearly her body is telling her something and we don't know exactly what's causing yeah. the tremor yet right because no. i don't think we do i think it's just something that's happening and, and no one really knows why it's happening mm-hmm. right Right. Yeah, but we saw right Regina fa- like knows that Emma has a tremor now, so maybe she'll look into it and help her. Yeah. But also, we did learn last week's episode that if there's one savior, there could be another savior. So maybe we'll find another. We'll have another savior introduced to us that can help Emma during this tre- that would tremor. Be yeah, really interesting. That'd be cool. That would be really cool. Because what if Regina's just standing behind her at a frame, <laughs> so she had so she's gonna come jump in the fight and save her exactly, uh, and prove that she is a hero and not a villain. See, I don't think it's Regina under the hood. But my question is, where's Regina during all this? Yeah. Very and I do question. hate that Emma was so quick to think, oh, you know what? I think Regina might be under the hood. Like, seriously, after all the progress. Yeah, I was like, that's not fair. And she was defending your parents. Like, you would automatically jump to the conclusion that she's the one trying to kill you. Yeah. Like, that kind of made me mad a little bit for okay. to Emma. Yeah. Kinda, I agree with that. Kind of bitter. Kind of bitter. bitter. I agree with that. But in fairness, I don't think Emma knew that Regina was fighting to save Snow White and... No, I, I think she knew because she during that fight. That I think she knew because she said you. Emma said to Regina, "You didn't have any other choice." Um, so I think oh, she did yeah, know, yeah. but I do think that if what we're seeing, if Emma's thinking ahead of time of okay, the evil queen just said that there is darkness in Regina and she can get it to come out, mm-hmm. then her mind would be like, "Well, if she ends up making this full dark recovery." Emma's probably number one on the hit list mm-hmm. <laughs> for, you know, Regina to want to get rid of because of what Snow. they've been through. Oh, yeah. I think it would be Snow would be number one hit list. True. Yeah. Because we saw we saw that brief moment with Evil Queen and Snow, and uh, Evil Queen was about to yeah, take her out there like, on the dock. Snow. Snow. And then yeah. my other big question is, where's Baby Neil? Because we've seen Selena's baby in both episodes so far. Seriously, who's watching Neil? Where's Neil? He he's back from being off with the fairies, right? Because I would think during like the big yeah highness of everything last season, he went off and was like living with the fairies and being protected. People are like Lily. Hashtag yeah. where is Neil? Hashtag where is Neil? Um, I thought the exact same. Thing hashtag too. um. Be better parents. Yeah. Um, you think you might have learned that the first time. Yeah, like, remember, you're supposed to be doing it differently this time. Yeah. Actually, maybe Blue's looking life. after. Yeah, I, I mean, know. he's probably still hanging out with Blue. Uh, <laughs> any other predictions? Um, I don't. I mean, this is kind of a prediction, but I kind of want to know what you guys think of the new fairy tales being introduced as we see in the promo for at the very. I'm end excited of this to see Cinderella come back. Yes, yes, because I really liked the Cinderella story yeah. and I just I don't like understand it. why she wasn't part of the, the crew. Yeah. Well, also, kind of a big fairy tale. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fairness, Jessie Schramm, the, the actress has been very busy. She's been on a lot of shows yeah. and yeah. movies and stuff. I'm excited to have her back though because I did love the whole Cinderella story. Um, what, what do you think about the whole um, Jasmine? Jasmine, Jasmine Aladdin. Aladdin. You know, I'm looking forward to like their spin on it uh-huh. because we, we all know the Aladdin story and we're, you know, obviously excited about it but 
I'm I'm just very questionable and weary because we saw the the spinoff for those who watched Once Upon a Time in Wonderland. We did see a version of Jafar, and I just hope that this version of Once Upon a Time is better, more or like more enhanced, more scarier than the Jafar that we saw in the spinoff. So I mm-hmm. hope it gets better for you know, it's like it's just better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, more so. I'm excited. That's one of my favorite fairy tales, and I'm I'm just excited. I, I do like the fact that they're bringing Aladdin and the whole Jasmine story, but I want to know what that has to do with whatever's happening now with the Count and the person in the hood and yeah. then Cinderella. Like, how are they going to, like, incorporate all that? <laughs> or is this kind of like an overview of, like, what's going to happen throughout the season? Is that what that is, that, or is this what's happening next we week? Kind of, we kind of... It, it felt more of, like, coming up this season okay, on okay. Once Upon a Time. Got um, it. Because yeah. I can't remember Karen David, who's playing Jasmine, actually tweeted out that her character makes its first appearance, and I believe she said episode four, but oh. she might have said three. She might have said it was either three or four, but I'm pretty sure she said four. So I think we still... It's, like, coming up on Once Upon a okay. Time. Okay. Cool. Fair. Yeah. But let us know what you guys think. And thank you guys for joining us tonight. And uh, make sure you guys keep the conversation going. Thank you for everyone who's in our chat roll right now um, with Marissa kind of watching over. Um, Where can the people keep up with you guys during the week to talk more once? You guys can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Mr. Dakota T. Jones. And you can follow me on Twitter at Serafini TV. And you can find me at the Tiana Hobson and make sure you check out all the shows that we do here. It is fall season, so if you're watching a show, After Buzz TV more than likely covers it. You can find us everywhere, social media, interwebs, everything is at After Buzz TV. Please check us out. If you're on YouTube right now, make sure you guys give us a like and a comment. And if you go to iTunes and give us five stars, and please leave us a good comment on there too. And Marissa will shout you out and yeah and let us know your predictions let us know what you guys are thinking we love hearing from you throughout the week so yeah just keep doing it keep the conversation going like everyone was talking on our first episode yeah keep it going and thank you guys so much for having me this has been so fun yes Dakota you were not a disappointment thank you I'm glad (laughs) (laughs) alright we'll see you guys next week From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.